0: Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. On Sunday, October 22nd, Black Women Radicals hosted an online event, Black Feminist Writers and Palestine. This online event focused on the importance of the Black feminist literary and political canon and the mandate of Black feminist commitments to a free Palestine. On today's show, I feature two of the speakers, but I'll also post a link to the whole event for those of you that are interested. Angela Davis is well known to many listeners, and she's an academic and an activist. She's based at the University of California in Santa Cruz. Beverly Guy-Sheftall is also a political activist and academic, and she's based at Spelman College in Atlanta, Georgia. Because this public meeting was held about a month ago, some of the statistics in relation to Gaza are a number of weeks out of date. So hello, everyone. Thank you all for
1: joining us Um, for Black feminist writers in Palestine. um, I'm just so grateful for everyone to be here, even though under this difficult circumstances, My name is Jamie Swift, and I am the founder and executive director of Black More Radicals, which is a black feminist advocacy organization dedicated to uplifting and centering black feminist activism around the world. I am joined today by an esteemed panel of scholars, educators, activists, and organizers, Clarissa Brooks, Dr. Angela Davis, Bria Johnson, Dr. Brianna Simone Jones, and Dr. Beverly guy cheftal who will discuss the importance Yes. Of the Black feminist literary and political canon and mandate of Black feminist commitments and solidarity to a free Palestine. As students of Black feminist politics and movements, we know and understand that our liberation in the United States and the belly of the imperial beast, tethered to the liberation, freedom, and emancipation of all marginalized peoples around the world. We know that we come from a long, radical, and revolutionary tradition of Black women and gender expansive organizers, educators, and activists who have and continue to be committed to the liberation struggles of oppressed and third world people. More specifically, and especially at this current juncture in Gaza and the West Bank, we know as Black feminists that our political commitments, mandates, and solidarity are bound up and intertwined with the liberation and self-determination of the Palestinian people. Throughout the years, Black men radicals such as Shirley Graham Du Bois, Angela Davis, Bell Hooks, Audrey Lorde, June Jordan, Toni Morrison, Barbara Ransby, Margot Okazawa Ray, Beverly Guy-Shefton, countless others have made it crystal clear about their solidarity and commitments to Palestine. Many oh, of them God. cite their work, but what we have seen and observed presently by many who claim to have an abolitionist politic and praxis is silence. We cannot be silent as what we are seeing and what has been going on for decades is the genocide, expulsion, surveillance, and collective punishment of Palestinian people. We will not be silent. We will not be complicit. Next, we will hear from doctors Angela Davis and Beverly Guy-Sheftal, who will offer remarks on the radical Black feminist imperative that is solidarity with Palestine. Okay,
2: I'll say a few words. Uh, Beverly, I was going to invite you to go first but you know first of all let me uh say um how honored I feel to be a part of this event uh, 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 this 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 evening um we're at a new moment, a new historical uh, moment and the organizing in support of justice for Palestine uh, that has unfolded over the last, um, decade and a half or so uh, uh, is beginning to show its effects. And at the same time, there's this intensification of um, Zionism and assaults on people who are attempting to offer support and solidarity uh, to uh, the people of Palestine. I I, I would just like to say that uh, Beverly and I uh, made a trip to Palestine in 2011. Uh, And perhaps you'll talk a little bit about that, uh, Beverly, with uh, a delegation of women of color and indigenous uh, feminists. Uh, uh, And when we came back from that uh, visit, we were so uh, moved and so disturbed that the situation was far worse than we imagined it to be even those who were seasoned participants uh, in the campaign for justice for palestine um and and so let me say uh, how um um hardened i am uh, that uh uh radical uh black feminists are taking up uh uh, this challenge and are attempting to uh, broaden and deepen uh, this this effort to um, develop an even deeper solidarity with the people of Palestine. I just want to say that I've been thinking a great deal uh, this last period uh, since the um, outbreak uh, of uh, the of uh, violence. Uh, in Gaza, I've been thinking a great deal about how much we need June Jordan's uh, deep and incisive perspective on Palestine and the Middle East. And later on, I'm going to share, uh, you know, one of her pieces. Uh, um, She was was the one who insisted that justice for Palestine was not just one of a whole number of causes, which we might, possibly choose. She argued that it was a moral litmus test uh, for us all. If we are not prepared to think critically about what's happening in Gaza and the West Bank and East Jerusalem, if we simply imbibe the analysis that is coming forth from Israeli and US governmental military sources, we will not only be unprepared to understand and address the issues emanating from the current crisis, but um, we won't be able to understand the world around us, uh, whether inside the US or uh, in relation to the many struggles for justice and freedom all over the globe. Uh, June was a friend of mine, and uh, I, I, um, you know, although I had been active in these solidarity campaigns over the years, it was um, as a result of my friendship with June that I became aware of how little I was doing at the time and how I needed to intensify uh, my uh, involvement. And, And I think she was absolutely right. Our relation to Palestine says a great deal about our capacity to respond to complex contemporary issues, whether we're talking about imperialism, settler-colonialism, global racism, um, transphobia, homophobia, the climate, and you know all of the related questions. Uh, and I just want to repeat again what June said. Palestine is a litmus test especially now. And so radical black feminist approaches, uh, and I feel uh, so uh, enlivened to be in the presence of, uh, of of people who identify as radical black uh, feminists. Radical black feminist approaches uh, demand a willingness to embrace complexity uh we can walk and chew gum at the same time and do other things as well so we embrace what often are represented as contradictions we're aware of the danger of simplistic analyses and assumptions that there are always only two sides to choose from uh and There's only one that can be chosen. Um, And I just want to say that all the women are not white. And all the Black people are not men. (laughs) Uh, And to criticize the Israeli government is not anti-Semitism. And also it is possible to oppose the attacks by Hamas and say, a resounding collective no to the massive Israeli military incursion that is now taking place in Gaza. You know, last night I um I participated in a, a program with the Oakland Symphony. I'm I'm I live in Oakland and that's where I am now. Um uh, so the Oakland Symphony did something that they call playlists. Uh, and they played. They played music that they, you know, I got to submit a long list of songs that they played uh, specific songs uh, it was supposed to be uh, kind of the playlist of my life. And, you know, one of the things I I offered was um, a union song, two union songs, uh, uh, Which Side Are You On? and um, Union Made. And I made it clear that I was so uh, proud to be a union supporter, a union member, and an honorary member of the International Longshore Workers Union. Uh, And especially because the ILWU had refused to unload ships from South Africa and kind of jumpstarted the anti-apartheid movement in the Bay Area. And they also had refused to unload ships from Israel. Now, that's all I said. I mean, I knew that people in the audience would get the connection between our current situation and what I said. Um, um, Now, after the intermission, I was going back on stage again. One of the musicians approached me to tell me that my comments about the ILWU not unloading Israeli ships were, my comments were anti-Semitic. Um, this is just before I was walking through the curtains to go back on stage. Yeah. And, you know, I encountered these kinds of re- responses all, of the t- all the time, and, but I was still shocked. And so I simply responded to him that from the time I was very small, I've learned how to criticize the U.S. government and governments all over the world I've learned the difference between governments and people. And why is it that we are asked to believe that to criticize the Israeli state, the government of Israel is equivalent to anti-Semitism? Anyway, um, you know, why can we not see that to be in solidarity with, one of the with those who suffer one of the one of history's great tragedies is also to follow the leadership of those who have learned how not to replicate even unintentionally the violence of those who created that tragedy that um, tragedy Jewish voice for peace if not now and other um progressive you know radical jewish organizations are now in the forefront of 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 demands that the us not continue support the government of israel and the idf as as the idf plans to enter gaza with the intent of wiping out hamas regardless of how many civilians are killed Jewish organizations, prominent um, radical Jewish organizations, such as Jewish Voice for Peace, uh, and I work with Jewish Voice for Peace all the time, if not now, that they're in the forefront of demanding here in this country that uh, the U.S. not continue to support the government of Israel, uh, even as uh, the IDF plans to enter Gaza with the intent of wiping out Hamas, regardless of how many Palestinian civilians are killed. And we know that as of today, uh, some 4,600 people have been killed in in Gaza. And this includes um, more than 1,900 children. Now, radical Black feminist critical methodologies teach us to, and and I'm borrowing this phrase from uh, Mari Matsuda, to always ask the other question. Always ask the other question. Uh, and, And so she says, if the issue is about race, ask the question about gender. If it's about class, ask the question about sexuality. Is and so forth, so that we're always aware of of the complexity of 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 the in, in, entire uh, situation, uh, and so we should know that um, uh, that we cannot choose one thing or another. Uh, uh, I mean, I remembering that Audre Lorde told us that we had to learn how to live in harmony with our contradictions. Uh, uh, So even if we choose two things that appear to be in contradiction, we have to learn how to live with that and and, and not move very quickly to um, uh, remove one in favor of uh, being able to retain the other. Um, So we should know that uh, if we choose to support Palestinian people, Palestinian men, women, trans people, gender nonconforming people, because half the population consists of children, uh, uh, we should know that we will probably be charged by some with anti-Semitism. But we have to be clear about the nature of anti-Semitism and its kinship with racism and xenophobia. Uh, 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 we, insist that we cannot embrace anti-racist and uh, 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 anti-xenophobic positions without also embracing struggles against anti-Semitism. And to be consistent in our opposition to anti-Semitism, we have to speak out against the dehumanizing characterizations of Palestinians by representatives of uh, the IDF and the Israeli government. Uh, uh, I, I think I may have already been speaking too long, uh, uh, but I want to thank you for this opportunity just to you know present a few ideas because. Uh, I have been um, very, very upset these last uh, weeks, and 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 I, I can't stop thinking about uh, what uh, uh, Palestinians who live in Gaza, but also now in the West Bay are going through. Uh, and given the the the, the fact that uh, Palestinians have always answered the call. Uh, for solidarity with the Black Liberation Movement. Uh, um, and they answered the call for solidarity when I myself was in, in, in jail so many, many years ago. I, there's a very special place uh, in my heart. And again, I wanna thank you for giving us uh, this opportunity to have this conversation. And I look forward to Beverly's remarks and I look forward to the remarks of everyone else was a part of the webinar.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Davis. We appreciate you. Um, Dr. Guy Scheftal, we would love to hear your remarks as well. Okay, so first of all, I really want to thank uh, the
3: organization for inviting me, and I also want to thank you for the document that you all circulated, the title of which I'm going to forget right now. That is the most amazing, thorough, cogent, moving, radical statement that I have seen, which captures the ways in which black, radical Black people in general, but particularly radical Black feminists have been involved with Palestine. So that document is is amazing. I shared it with Angela. I don't think she had seen it. I shared it with uh, lots of other people. I want to follow Angela's suit and say something. Uh, she started with June Jordan as a friend. I want to say that my serious involvement with Palestine came as a result of my f- friendship with radical Black feminist historian Barbara Ransby. She was the one who initially got the 11 of us indigenous and women of color to go to Palestine 11 years ago. We were at the National Women's Studies Association and the idea came up and by the way NWSA is meeting again this weekend. So like June Jordan, Barbara Ransby had a lot to do with my deep commitment to uh, Palestine. I would say that 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 week that we were in Palestine in June was the most transformative week of my life. We were Palestinian, we were African-American, we were South Asian, we were indigenous. Some of us had grown up in South Africa. Some of us had grown, grown up in Jim and Jane Crow South. One of us on an Indian reservation, an indigenous space. And so we were a diverse committed group uh, who spent a week together uh, all over the place. I wanna read just one little bit from the statement that Angela insisted that we start writing while we were actually riding around together uh, in a bus called A Call to Action from Indigenous and Women of Color Feminists. It's on your uh, bibliography, of course. And I just wanna read a little bit of it before I say a little bit more about uh, Palestine, so this was the end of our statement. We reject the argument that to criticize the State of Israel is anti-Semitic. We stand with Palestinians, an increasing number of Jewish people and other human rights activists all over the world in condemning the flagrant injustices of the Israeli occupation. We call upon all of our academic and activist colleagues in the US and elsewhere to join us by endorsing the BDS campaign and by working to end US financial support then at 8.2 million daily for the Israeli state and its occupation. We call upon all people of conscience to engage in serious dialogue about Palestine and to acknowledge connections between the Palestinians cause and other struggles for justice. And then finally, remembering Martin Luther King Senior, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So that was the ending of the statement that we uh, crafted while we were moving around in Palestine. Because some of my students are on uh, this Zoom, I want to really share with everybody that Spelman College is the only historically black college that has a chapter of Students for Justice in Palestine. It was organized initially by Banna Gadban, who was an undergraduate student from Syria. She organized the um, group when she was an undergraduate. And fortunately, we were able to hire her back as our first tenure track appointment, former student um, in comparative women's studies. And she has reimagined what students for justice in Palestine would look like. They have been meeting, uh, they have been organizing protests around Atlanta, more House students have joined us. And so the students at Spelman who are involved in Students for Justice in Palestine are on the case. And I just want to say how happy I am, Banner, Professor Banner and students that you have joined this cause. And it's one of the most significant aspects of the work that we are trying to do at Spelman. And we want other HBCUs to join in as well. I wanna just mention um, a few other things in terms of the uh, uh, trip. Uh, I thought having grown up in in the Jim Crow South of Memphis, Tennessee, that I had seen, um, well, not everything, but I thought I really understood uh, some of the worst aspects of oppression. And I'm just remembering, and Angela probably is too, and I have not been able to get this trip out of my mind. I can remember when we were on the buses, we were stopped. Um, Israeli soldiers brought German Shepherd dogs up on the bus where we were, and it reminded me of protesting in in the 60s in the Jim Crow South. Um, Sometimes we had to show our um, passports, and I think in one case they were taken from us Uh, We witnessed, we actually went into the home of a Palestinian family who had been uh, expelled from their house and were in a legal situation and were able to be in the back of the house. And when we came to visit the young Jewish kids who were in the front of the house actually shouted out obscenities to us. So I, I, I tried to imagine what it would have been like to live in Memphis, Tennessee in the South and have southern white people come and ask southern black families to move out of their houses somewhere and have white people to come in there and have to legally try to get your house back Uh, i remember going through checkpoints we remember going through checkpoints and weren't always treated with um, fairness and dignity one of the um, things that i remember was meeting with palestinian queers You know, there's the assumption that queer people are just in the West or in the US. That was very moving. Uh, So I just want to underscore what Angela has said. I have been unable to get Palestine out of my head for the last month, Uh, not only because of the trip, but in many ways because of the trip and the bonds that we formed, 11 of us. and, And I was determined when I got back that I would teach about Palestinian feminisms in my courses and try very hard to get us at the Women's Centre at Spelman to do something as it relates to student activism. And we have been committed to that. So I think I'll stop right there.
0: That was Angela Davis and Beverly Guy Sheftel speaking on the topic of Black feminist writers and Palestine. I'll post a link to the full public meeting on the Accent of Women podcast page on 3CR's website. Look out for rally details and solidarity activities in your local cities. Now is the time to show our governments that the people stand with Palestine and that they need to as well. And that's all we've got time for today. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. Music for Accent of Women was written and produced by George Kungeri. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3CR.org.au. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week.